Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. Uh, it's 11.077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T Chuck screens the calls of Longoria. On the other side of the takeout window, programming note, no uh, Sanjay today. Sanjay, Silky's world tour continues. The little guy took his little guy to the Grand Canyon. Does he ever work? I feel like he's just no. jetting around yeah. all the time with his it's kid. It's crazy. And I was like, you going to call in? No, I can't, man. I'm at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? I have when I was 10, like when I was young. That was the Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> crossing over. Your parents told you it was the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been there, Chuck? No, sir. I have no desire. I, really? I don't really no. either. I don't want desert. I don't like deserts. Yeah, I, I'm not. It doesn't do anything for me. Mm. I'm sure if I saw it, I'd be like, "Wow, that's a big hole." Yeah, I'd be impressed. But I, that is not on my bucket list to go see the Grand Canyon. It would be complete happenstance if I end up. And there. those people that take that ride the mules the down mules to the all bottom. The way down is like two and a half hours. Or as Longoria says, a burro. <laughs> <laughs> I would a never taxi, do that. That's what he calls it. Look it's what I, you taxi. remember the the. Brady Bunch episode? Yeah, yeah when they uh, go to the Grand Canyon. And then they get stuck down stuck there or down something? There. Yeah, forget that. That's probably why I never want to go. Well, I'm okay with that, but... Getting stuck down yeah, there? Yeah, I'd be fine. If Marsha was with you, well. maybe. Anyway, so Silky's out. He's in the Grand Canyon on a boodle. <laughs> Am I pronouncing it right? Yeah. So th- They're about the same size, too. <laughs> so th- we have, I read a spot in the morning, uh, traffic now, mm-hmm. and it's uh, something, sa- some sandwich... With uh, jalapenos. <laughs> you had to say it right. And I say it, I pronounce it like that now, because uh. you make fun of Johnny Kibasa saying jalapenos. <laughs> jalapenos. And I keep getting emails going, I love the way you're pronouncing jalapenos. <laughs> See? So thank you for yeah, that. There you go. Uh, but Johnny Kibasa will be here. No, Sanjay, that's the thing. Uh, I want to I want to recap or, or just put to bed what happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> last night. Is that what you want to Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that was amazing. Last night, we, uh. the show got totally hijacked when I mentioned on the air that someone jacked my egg salad out of the work refrigerator. We did two hours on it, which is both sad and amazing that we did two <laughs> hours awesome. on my missing egg salad. After the show, we go to the refrigerator. I was going to take pictures of the fridge to tweet out to show where 
the you know the crime happened and i was like well you know let me do one more lap around the fridge just to make sure i didn't screw up and the egg salad isn't somewhere after stating that you had torn through their i did i did tear through the refrigerator look for my egg salad and i couldn't find it what i didn't do though was look in other people's bags in the refrigerator because I, I didn't even think that's a possibility. Like, my, my egg salad was not in a bag. It was a standalone container from Goldberg. Said Goldberg's on. Very enticing. It's delicious egg salad. And I, 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 I looked through every shelf. There's nothing. Last night after the show, I said, well, let me peek in the bags. And on the top shelf in the very back, which is not where I put my egg salad. Nope, top left-hand corner. My egg salad was in the, uh, in the center row, right in the middle. Boom. In the top back row, inside another, inside a bag with someone else's leftovers, was the tub of egg salad. <laughs> we should have looked to see if there's any names on those leftovers, like you know somebody brought their. You know. So I, I guess I need to issue apologies to uh, Neil Bortz. <laughs> Uh, Buford. Vinny from TV Vinny. was a person of interest. He was a person of interest. He's now <laughs> off the list. He's now off the list. Buford. Buford. Um, Von Hessler was Von names Hessler. was talked yeah. about. I didn't I didn't accuse him, but his name was talked. So everyone that was mentioned last night, I apologize. The egg salad was there the whole time. It was just someone put it in a bag, maybe meaning to eat it later on. They yeah. said, "Oh, Aram's egg salad. I'll put it in there." So. Basically, I apologize. It was not stolen. Someone moved it, though, which made me believe it was stolen. Now, someone did steal Chuck's cookies. Someone did steal Chuck's cookies. cookies. Still got still absconded. I talked to Alex Shapiro, the head of security today. Did you? Yes. I said, Alex, here's the deal. Last night, between 8 a.m. and 8.30, I explained what happened. Chuck was heating up his thing, put the cookies next to the microwave. I brought him upstairs to TV for a second. He came back down five minutes later. His cookies are gone. I said, I, I need to look at the <laughs> security videos. Like, well, I really can't let you look at it, but I'll look at it and, and check it out. I was like, that's fine. So he's like, what, from 1, 8 to midnight? I'm like, no, 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 8 to 8.30, somewhere in yeah, there. Right around, yeah. And, you know, there's 8 to 8.20, somewhere in there, the cookies were gone. So I got an email from Alex uh, when I woke up this afternoon. So not exactly sure what we were looking for, but between 8 and 8.20, we see several people go in and out of the break area, but no one is carrying anything because the camera isn't focused on the microwave. Yeah, I know. Why it's would just, it be? It's you know? just, yeah, it's... <laughs> it says, Charlie comes in and out several times. You come out with a bag at approximately 8.27 and then return. That's when I picked up my food delivery yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me know if further investigation of the Keebler elf is needed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And we can take a look. Uh, Alex Apiro, head of WSB Security. See, that's what, I mean, it's a small package, so it's easy to conceal. Like, it would be easy to conceal. Um, I'd like to know who is going in and out, though. Yeah. I need a list of names so I can start interrogations. I, I'm, I'm curious to, to find it. So there was still a, a, a theft. It oh, just yeah. wasn't of the eggs out. It was, <laughs> it of, was not your eggs of out. the delicious cookies, cookies. which... Our cookies are, are more desirable for thieves than eggs than a half-eaten egg yeah. salad, but yeah. uh, so especially ones in a package that are not open. Yeah, unopened, yeah, like unopened the, the, cookies. Yeah. I still don't know what the or my cookies look like. Everyone seems to know what these are, but I have no idea. You've never seen them before? May, I mean, maybe I just it has I'm, a picture of a grandma on them. Nah. Yeah, it's got a little old lady in the Lorna top. Dune. Are you talking about Lorna Dune? No, no. Look I them don't up. Even know you can look them up. Grandma cookies. I'm pretty sure they'll come up. Yeah. 
Grandma's cookies. Grandma cookies. That's the name of them. You just guys aren't just calling them. That's the no, that's the name of them. Called Grandma's cookies, and they have all all different kinds. They have chocolate chip, and then what like, kind were yours that were stolen? They're the uh, chocolate chocolate chip. Chocolate chocolate. All right, Grandma's cookies. See the little packages there? And you said there's only two of them in there? Yeah, yeah it's a little package. There's just two. Yeah, now I've going... seen the oh these. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't you get the peanut butter? Those look delicious. No, see those? See that red package in the very middle towards the bottom? Right here? Yeah. yeah those, those, are those, those are it. Okay. And they send, send Alex a picture of that. See if he can yeah. zoom in on any <laughs> of those. I need, to, I, I need you to enhance that <laughs> video. Freeze frame it and enhance the video. They're for, like, there's, there's for sale here on the web. But they're $33. How expensive oh, are sure, these cookies? I'm what? sure they're, you know, it's a package or. Oh, bag of 60. Yeah. I They're like a dollar for, yeah. you know, a little package. Okay. Or two. All right. So we still don't know who stole the. Uh, the cookies, but no one stole the egg salad. So I, my apologies. That's all I can say. Bort's never tweeted me back either. He probably thought I was crazy. Yeah, you're like, what is either this? that or he uh, just snuck in and replaced it during the show. <laughs> He's like, knowing, I'm coming back. Yeah, <laughs> knowing that he was caught, he brought it back. Um, sure so let's put, let's just we'll put that to bed for now. What I didn't talk about last night on the show because we got preempted by egg salad was the uh, the swan song of one Turner Field. Uh, final game is this Sunday, end of an era, uh, from 1997 to 2016. Uh, Turner Field has been the home of the Braves, and uh, I've had a ton of special memories there. I've spent a lot of time. I've seen more baseball games at Turner Field than any other field, um, any other park. It's it's It holds a, sp- a very special place for me. And I, I'm assuming for others in the metro area. You think about how many people have, uh, have proposed to their wives at Turner Field, how many uh, uh, fathers talked their brought their sons to their first baseball game at Turner Field? How many kids got their face painted or caught a foul ball? I mean, countless, countless memories have taken place at that ballpark over the last twenty years, and I, I just think we'd be remiss not to discuss. The, the 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 ballpark and what it's meant to this area and to the people in the region. So I want that's what I wanted to do last night. We will do that instead tonight. Have you been to Turner Field? Oh yeah, a number of times. Okay. When I first got here, it was like the only thing I knew. I I just I went to baseball games all yeah. the time, like almost every weekend for the you know from August until you know September end mm-hmm. of September. I just I, that's all I did was go to baseball games. And Longoria. Yeah, I've probably been to more baseball games here than I have in my whole life. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I think I've only been to the Astros once. That was the only time I've ever been to a baseball game. I think I've been here three times. Okay. So. When they got rid of old Fulton Stadium mm-hmm. and built Turner, did people have the same attachment? I, I never... No. When they, do you think the attachment maybe to Turner is because they're moving so far away? Like, if they're moving across the street, would it be a big deal? Nope. But the, because they're moving... Yep. That's what I thought. Okay, that's, I was wondering. See, I, I don't know. Fulton I mean, County Stadium. Fulton County Stadium was uh, granted where the Braves won their World Series, right? Where Hank Aaron hit the record-breaking home run. Very special place. Yeah. But the ballpark was atrocious. Right. It was the the launching pad. It was it, it was one of those cookie cutters. Yeah. Uh, 60s stadiums like the old um, Cincinnati Stadium or the old Pittsburgh. They just it just there's there was no aesthetic thing. Nothing aesthetically pleasing about Fulton County Stadium. Great memories there. Yeah. But the fact that uh, when the Olympics came in 96, 
and were able to, I mean, the Olympics paid for Turner Field. That was right. part of the Olympic package. And it was gorgeous and it was brick yeah. and it was beautiful. And right Still across the street. Stadium. Yeah, and right across the street from where Fulton County Stadium was. So it was still on that historic ground, and they had the marker where Hank Aaron's home run was. So as far as I know, because I moved down in 96, I went to the last game at Fulton County Stadium, which was game five of the uh, 96 World Series, and then the first game of Turner Field the next season. So mm -hmm. I was here, when, and I don't remember people being upset. I think they were excited they were getting a new ballpark. Yeah. Because Fulton County Stadium was uh, just This a, is almost like the team's lead. They might as well have moved to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I understand. What, again, there's I'm part out, of that. I'm it, an outsider, yeah. but I just it feels like they're moving. The angst is they're outside the city limits. Yeah, for they're sure. Just, they're so far away. Had they built uh, this new uh, stadium, Sunpress Park, down where Turner Field is, I think everyone would, uh, you yeah. know, they would be fine. Yeah. So it's not so much the park itself; it's the location. I think that that's okay. Uh, impacting a lot of people and their emotions. But I, I, this, I'm emotional. I've I've gone to. Conservatively, six hundred games at Turner Field in the in the twenty year existence. Conservatively, um, I've I worked there. Um, I went to games there. I had fun there. I saw just amazing things on and off the diamond there. So to me, it's it's a very personal uh, end of an era. Um, and I want to share some of my favorite memories at Turner Field. And I, I just want you to share yours because again, you think about it. People got engaged there. People celebrated victories there. Dads took their their sons and daughters there for the first game. Foul balls, catching home runs, taking first dates, whatever. There's been a ton of good stuff that has happened at Turner Field. So I want to uh, hear your favorite memories about Turner Field. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. It is Throwback Thursday. What are we listening to? Bill Haley. Oh, Bill Haley. The old Bill Haley. You know. Yeah. All right. 404-872-0750. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. I got a rock. Rock, rock, chair Welcome back to the show. Throwback Thursday, 1025. This is the Mark Aram Show, 404-872-0750. We say goodbye to Turner Field. Your favorite memory, personal or otherwise, at the Grand Old Ballpark. Morgan is in Marietta. Morgan, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Excellent. What's going on with you? All right. I've got a couple back in 09. My boyfriend and I had our very first date at Turner Field. So that's my sweet, sentimental one. Aw. Um... Being there for the infield fly. Oh my gosh. Definitely memorable. Yeah, not in a um, good way, though. <laughs> that was awful. awful. But being a part of that craziness is something I'll always remember. Yeah, that, I mean, um, yeah, that's one of the most memorable Braves games of all time, for sure. Insane. It just, the insanity and watching every, it was insane. Uh, we'll always remember that. This past season, a couple weeks ago, I guess months, we were able to go as personal guests for Braves Alumni Weekend, mm -hmm. where I got to hang out with uh, John Rocker, Dale Murphy, Smoltz, Glavin, Sid they, Green. They invited Rocker back for the alumni event? He was there. I actually, yeah, he was there. I'm surprised we, about we that. We shared a beer. It was awesome. <laughs> we well, shared a beer. beer. We had a beer in the same vicinity. Nice. All right. That was awesome. That is that pretty was, cool. For me personally, that. Well, and the boyfriend and I having our first date. Those are the best. All right, so that's 09. You had your first date. Are you guys still dating? Or are you married? What's the deal? We are still dating. Hopefully Dude. we get married here probably next year. Dude, come on. That's a long time. Yeah. 
I know we're work- we're young. What's what's we're what's taking so long? What's what's his name? <laughs> his name's DJ. DJ, stop putzing around. DJ, step up to the plate, my friend. Let's go. I want to ring on that finger before the first pitch at SunTrust Park. All right, Morgan. Hey, it better be. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's a heck of a bunch of great memories from uh, first date to chugging a beer with John Rocker and the infield fly rule. That's what I'm talking about, Morgan. Those are the things I want to hear. Your favorite or not so favorite memories of Turner Field, which uh, shutters its doors this weekend. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday on The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in, depend on it. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the more, more, uh, do you know about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and and. Secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show. 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WS. This is happy, Mark Aram. I don't know where this guy came from. <laughs> yeah, I'm I all know. happy all of a sudden. Uh, Low T is here with that Adam's apple. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Johnny Kilbasa, one hour away from a fast food review. We are saying goodbye to Turner Field tonight on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, they shutter up things this Sunday. I will be there for the fina- uh, final game. I couldn't not miss it. I went to the first game there. I'm going to be there at the last game. I've had a ton of great memories at the ballpark, and I'll share them with you uh, later on the show. But I want to know your favorite or or most memorable memories at Turner Field as uh, an era closes in Braves and Atlanta history. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Michael is in Athens. Michael, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. Hey, guys. What's up? What's going on, buddy? Uh, well, I have two. Um, one was bittersweet when I was in high school. I went to a game, and it was cool to see, though I was rooting against it. I happened to be at the game when Randy Johnson threw a no-hitter against us. Oh, um, man, I'm so <laughs> – it was a perfect game. That wasn't just yeah, a no-hitter. A perfect game, perfect game. Yeah, but, yeah, it was uh, – you know, I was rooting for, rooting for us, but that didn't happen. Um, so I was there. I remember that. And then in college, I was just here in college – we went early for batting practice, me and a friend of his son, and we just happened to, after batting practice, we had the $15 seats up front, I mean, up, upstairs, and we just sat down front row and said, maybe nobody will come for the for these seats, and nobody came. No kidding. $15, got to sit front row for uh, baseline. That was awesome, too, but all right, guys, have a great night. Thanks. You, all right, take care, Michael. When I first uh, went to Turner Field in 1997, I was 23 years old. 
Um, and the best part about that, this is before I had anything to do with the Braves broadcast or whatever. I was just a fan going to the Chop House. If you're 23 years old, you've been at the Chop House, Chuck? It's the bar. Oh, yeah. That was the greatest bar in Atlanta. Yeah. You could go and meet and greet mm-hmm. and sweet, whatever. <laughs> nice. That was the cool. It was like you were at this at this great bar watching a baseball game. And, you know, all the young 20-somethings would, would come there. It was just a great, great memories there just uh, in the chop house. I remember having a blast there. Just a blast. You'd get the $3 seats. Or standing room only tickets. You don't need a seat. You're gonna be in the chop house the whole game. Yeah, it was. It was. That's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. That's where I first met Tony and Marietta. Tony was uh, selling uh, foot long hot dogs in the pavilion. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Mark, I gotta tell you what. It's who moved my egg salad? That's still a mystery. <laughs> who moved the egg salad? Exactly. That's right. Into their personal bag. Anyway, I digress. I, I'll tell you what. I was at the first game of Turner Field. I will be at the last game, and the memories are long and memorable. One thing, you know, as a retired architect, I never thought that they'd be able to take that Olympic venue and turn it into actually a decent ballpark and have tremendous sight lines. I have sat all over in that ballpark, and including suites, you name it, and there is not a bad seat in the house. And one of the greatest things as a Cubs fan is I have never missed a Cubs series against Atlanta. Cubs fans travel well, and there's a lot there. Oh, yeah, we, we hear you every time at the game, absolutely. And, and the, the greatest thing about it is that being here in the South, it's not like, you know, going to Philadelphia where, you know, you might walk out of the park and get a beatdown. Yeah, so, very uh, very cordial yeah, uh, no to, doubt about to opposing it. I mean, fans. Going to the fan plaza, I mean, sitting in the outfield, and my son and myself were wearing, I got an Ernie Banks, uh, you know, authentic jersey on. He's got a Greg Maddox jersey on, even though Maddox was, you know, on the Braves at the time. I mean, there it was all good, fun camaraderie. I mean, the this, only this is, time, here's the one, I agree with what you're saying, Tony. The only time I saw physical animosity to opposing players was the uh, NL Championship Series. I forgot the year. It was Braves versus Mets. And there were a lot of obnoxious Mets fans and obnoxious Braves fans. And there were some battles I saw. There, you know, people did leave with uh, scars after that after that series. Well, you know, I've I've heard the stories and the anecdotes, but uh, quite honestly, yeah, I mean, I we've gotten heckled and uh, and we've done our share of heckling. Uh, you know, as uh, our second favorite team is the Braves, and, yeah. uh, and we've heckled uh, Mets fans, and you know, and a lot of these people they do hail from New York, and you know, they're ready to put their fists up. But uh, well, listen, you know, it's, it's sad to say that uh, you know. Turner is not going to be there anymore. I mean, I'm sorry that they're actually coming up to uh, Cobb County uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, I, I just think the historic value of not, you know, keeping it in the city of Atlanta that that just disturbs me. Good, best of luck to your Cubs this year, by the way. I think you guys uh, have a good shot at this thing. I hope so. I, it, for the sake of my mother, 85 years old and a diehard Cub fan, yeah, I just she, want her to she see needs something to see good. that. She needs to see that. Tony, always a pleasure, buddy. Thank you. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Bill's in Buckhead. Bill, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, man, I'm, I always love to hear Tony call in. I, uh, just based on what he said, I didn't realize he was uh, – uh, maybe from Chicago originally. I'm, I tell you what, I'm pulling for a Cubs Royals 
series. I was uh, originally pulling for a Cubs White Sox uh, earlier this year, but uh, the White Sox sank down. Uh, real quickly, uh, I'm of an age where I like to kind of just sit back and watch the TV, but I have been to, to Turner Field, uh, even the older version, uh, due to the courtesy of a dear friend of mine who has tickets uh, occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I certainly am old enough to remember that mania of the worst to first with us in Minnesota in the early 90s. Yeah. Now, that might be maybe... But that's that's pre-Turner Field. That's, uh, that's Fulton yeah, County that's Stadium. Old, yeah. But uh, that was some high... I, I don't want to break your heart, uh, Bill, but the Kansas City Royals are not going to be in the playoffs this year. Well, we'll see. I haven't watched... I haven't... Uh, Looked at the newspaper in a few days, so I don't know. Have they dropped down? Yeah, they've they've been eliminated from the uh, division race. And oh, okay. Well, I haven't paid attention. I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, it's always fun. And, Mark, let me tell you, I wish you would reconsider your feelings about the Grand Canyon. It's <laughs> You should put it on your bucket list, I'm telling you. For, All right, for maybe. Real. I don't know. I, I think I'm scared from that Brady Bunch episode where they got... They got stranded at the bottom. I have a theory about that. I think everybody who grew up east of the Mississippi, you know, the Appalachian Mountains and yada, 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 that's wonderful. But there is a true beauty to the desert. I've experienced it because yeah. I took a trip way out there's west. No, there's nothing. What's good in the desert? Scorpions and cactuses and no, there's snakes? flowering and there's peyote. Ah, oh. There's I like lush greenery and water. I, the desert does nothing for me. Vegas. I'm just telling you, you should reconsider. All right, I, Bill. If I ever go to uh, the Grand Canyon, you will accompany me, my friend. Sean's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Sean. Everybody clap your hands. Good job, Sean. We needed that. We needed that. Chuck, who's on line one, my friend? Uh, Sam in Flowery Branch. Sam in Flowery Branch. I just repeated what Chuck said. Welcome to the program, Sam. How are you, buddy? Hey, doing good. Great show as always, Mark. Thank you, sir. Got uh, two quick memories of Turner Field. Most I'm 47. Most of my memories really are at the old stadium, and I, I in a lot of ways, preferred it, but um, at Turner Field, well, one of the memories I had was uh, I think I might have gotten one of the last tickets to the first game against the Cubs. Of course, we win 5-4. to four. I think Chipper Jones hit a home run to right. Um, he was batting left-handed. I mean, so there's a few things like that. But, but I was standing in line. I wanted a ticket to the first game. And sometime in February or whenever the tickets went on sale, I went to a Ticketmaster location. And um, I was standing in line. I was the third in line. The guy took the, that was first in line, right when Ticketmaster opened, he asked, you know, are there any tickets for the opening night? And she did a quick check. No, no tickets. And he buys his other stuff. You know, five, five minutes passes. Second person goes up, asks the same question. No, no tickets um, for opening night, whatever. She buys her tickets and goes on. I go up and I say, I know, I've already heard you say no tickets available. She says, well, I'll check. So she checks. She says, <laughs> I'll says, check. I've got, I've got one single. I said, I'll take it. And she hit the button and I took it. And That's um, awesome. I remember being in the upper deck, first base side, looking right down at first base, probably 410, 412. We're, um, and everybody around me, there was just this camaraderie. And how cool it was to be there at the first game, uh, and then and then the second memory was just a couple of minutes later 
when the um, when they were doing the national anthem and they allowed the eagle, they had brought the bald eagle. From, That's right. Uh, yeah, I remember that. It. I remember that. Well, when they, you know, when the when the group is singing or the land of the free, that that eagle was swooping over the inner uh, infield and and it landed on the farrier's arm right at brave everybody collectively went <gasps> about a second before and right when it landed everybody the place went berserk we were crying. I, I was, we, it hey, was awesome. I was there, man. It was fantastic. Let me give you some more Turner Field first because that was that first game, um, April 4th, 1997. The Braves beat the Cubs. Uh, the first uh, pitch was by Denny Nagel at 7.47 p.m. Brian McRae of the Cubs was the first batter. Kenny Lofton was the Braves' first batter. First hit by a Brave or anyone at the ballpark. Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. Michael Tucker had the first home run. Chipper Jones had the first stolen base. Brad Klontz got the victory. Old uh, old school Brad Klontz, who I'm friends with on Twitter. I mean, on Facebook. And Mark Wohlers recorded the first save. The first error was committed by Fred McGriff. Again, that was April 4th, 1997. First game at Turner Field. The Braves defeated the Cubs 5-4. 20-year run of Turner Field ends this weekend. Your favorite Turner Field memories when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet it at me, at Mark Aram. It's Throwback Thursday with... Bill Haley. Bill Haley. Yeah, I have to remember. This I mean. is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Welcome back to the show, 1054 on this Throwback Thursday. Johnny Kilbasa next hour with a fast food review discussing your favorite memories at Turner Field. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Eric joins us on the program. Hello, E-Dog. Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's going on, buddy? Hey, um, you know, no one has ever accused me of being a sports fan. Okay. But um, I was at Turner Field one time, mm-hmm. and it was the one of the most memorable experiences of my life. What happened? June 2nd, 2002, I was a member of a choral group that sang the national anthem before the game. So you got to go on the field and sing the national anthem. You are correct, sir. Wow. Um, how special was that? And why have you not gone back since then? Well, I was a member of the group, and um, that group has not been invited. Well, I, I don't want to say they haven't been invited back. The group hasn't applied to be invited back, let's say that. Gotcha. But, I mean, even on your own, why wouldn't you go back to the, uh, to the field? Uh, you know what? I think I'm a pretty darn good choral singer, but I don't have the knees to do it as a solo. It was no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying go back to sing. Just go back for a game as a fan, just to watch. You know, no desire. Uh, not so much a sports fan. All right. For the record, June second, yeah. two thousand and two. Yeah. That game was in Cincinnati, so it must be a different date. Uh, it might have been June fifth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, let me try that date. Houston Astros was the uh, the opposing uh, team. It was definitely 2002? It was 2002. Uh, let's see. We had the Mets were at Turner Field on June 5th. Oh, gosh. Okay. The first week of June 2002, <laughs> Houston Astros. All right. I'll look, I'll look <laughs> during did... the break and try to find the uh, Astros game there in June. Um, I'll tell you about my uh, favorite experiences coming up in just a second. That reminds me of another one. John is up next on the Mark Aram Show. John, favorite memory at Turner Field? Oh, it's a good one. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, sir? Let's see. It was about 2000, and uh, back in the day when Hank Aaron used to own a BMW dealership, I was employed there. And uh, for some uh, glorious reason, I was uh, given his personal seats right behind home plate. Wow. Yes, and it was interesting because they weren't directly behind the home plate. They were offset, just to the right a little bit. And I, when I got back, Mr. Aaron, he came over and said, hey, I'd like to game if I do a good time and all that. I was like, why are the seats off to the side a little bit? He's like, oh, so you can see the pitching. I was like, you're doggone right. You sure could see the pitching. And that particular game, Rocker uh, did come in for release at some point. And back in the heyday, around 2000, I'll tell you what, to watch that guy, six foot whatever, heave that ball and, you know, just let it, it was amazing to watch the speed of, you know, of that guy get up there and release. It was My crazy. biggest regret so far, I got to run, John, I've not yet personally met Hank Aaron. Uh, that is, I'd rather meet Hank Aaron than go to the Grand Canyon. That is more of a bucket list item for me. We'll come back with more of your favorite Turner Field memories as they close up shop after 20 great years. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Throwback Thursday on The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.